Hello and welcome to The Word, bringing you the good news of Jesus Christ every day from the Redemptorist of the Baltimore province. I am Father Gerard Knapp in Washington, and today is the conversion of St. Paul. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul addressed the people in these words. I am a Jew born in Tarsus in Cilicia, but brought up in this city. At the feet of Gamaliel, I was educated strictly in our ancestral law and was zealous for God, just as all of you are today. I persecuted this way to death, binding both men and women and delivering them to prison. Even the high priests and the whole council of elders can testify on my behalf. For from them I even received letters to the brothers and set out for Damascus to bring back to Jerusalem in chains for punishment, those there as well. On that journey, as I drew near to Damascus, about noon a great light from the sky suddenly shone around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I replied, Who are you, sir? And he said to me, I am Jesus the Nazarene, whom you are persecuting. My companions saw the light, but did not hear the voice of the one who spoke to me. I asked, What shall I do, sir? The Lord answered me, Get up and go into Damascus, and there you will be told about everything appointed for you to do. Since I could see nothing because of the brightness of that light, I was led by hand by my companions and entered Damascus. A certain Ananias, a devout observer of the law, and highly spoken of by all the Jews who lived there, came to me and stood there and said, Saul, my brother, regain your sight. At that very moment I regained my sight and saw him. Then Ananias said, The God of our ancestors designated you to know his will, to see the righteous one and to hear the sound of his voice. For you will be his witness before all to what you have seen and heard. Now, why delay? Get up and have yourself baptized and your sins washed away, calling upon his name. The word of the Lord. Today, the church celebrates the conversion of St. Paul. In the Acts of the Apostles, St. Luke actually records this one event three different times. Although he wrote primarily for a Gentile audience, perhaps Luke was mindful of the Jewish teaching found in Deuteronomy that says, two or three witnesses are required to sustain any case. And therefore, Luke included three accounts of Paul's conversion to sustain the case that it actually happened. Who was Paul and why is this conversion so important that the church commemorates it every year? Paul, or Saul as he was known before his conversion, was a Jew and a Pharisee, a devout one at that, who saw Christianity as an abomination. As we heard in the reading, he was determined to do what he could in order to rid the world of any and all believers in this new way of following Jesus Christ. Saul was going forth to arrest as many Christians as possible in order to bring them back to Jerusalem for trial, imprisonment, 
torture, and even death. This was Saul's plan, but God had another plan. There are at least two main points that we glean from this event. First, no one is beyond the hand of God. Not only did God convert Saul from being a persecutor to a believer, but he also used him as an apostle to preach the gospel to Gentiles and to lead many to Jesus Christ. All of us are in need of conversion in one or more aspects of our lives, and none of us is beyond the hand of God. St. Alphonsus Liguori, who founded the Redemptors, wrote about grace, defined as the presence of God within a person. Alphonsus uses the phrase sufficient grace, which is understood that no matter how much one sins, God never leaves the person completely, that the person always retains grace, the presence and power of God, sufficient enough to pray for personal conversion. Perhaps today, using sufficient grace, we can pray for the graces necessary to rid ourselves of sin, to develop virtue, to become a better follower of Jesus Christ, and even like Paul, to share our faith with others. The second point is contained in the question that Jesus asked Saul, why are you persecuting me? Through that question, Jesus the Nazarene is identifying himself with the mystical body, those who believe in him. Perhaps he is even identifying himself with the entire human race. This question to Saul reminds all of us of the teaching about the final judgment in which Jesus says, whatever you do for one of these least brothers or sisters of mine, you do for me. And then in a similar vein, Jesus says, what you do not do for one of these least ones, you do not do for me. As the reading states, Paul was blinded and needed to be led by others. Only when Ananias prayed over him did Paul have his sight restored. So today, let us ask Paul to pray with us and to pray for us, that we may be healed of any spiritual blindness and have our sight restored so that we may see God's will more clearly and deepen our relationship with Jesus Christ. Then, following Paul's example, May we go forth and share our faith in word and deed so that others may see God's will more clearly and deepen their relationship with Jesus Christ by loving one another. Amen.